Welcome back to Beeson's Prime Time Action on a Thursday night. We're on MSG Plus tomorrow night, by the way. We are. Right? Yeah. If you, ever, if you guys want to see what we look like, tune in. That's it. I'm betting all the tune baseball in. games. If you want to be, if you want to be very disappointed as to what we look like, tune in. <laughs> Secondary wardrobe. Yeah. Well, I suppose we should speak for ourselves, man. Not, not everybody here, but we we are we're on MSG Plus tomorrow night. Uh, so we're an hour earlier is what we're trying to say. 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Kelly, what's uh, what's the update on everything? Yeah, let's uh, roll through the NBA. I did just add a live bet to the Hawks, so it's a uh, the Hawks, the Hawks, H O X, H O X. Yep, I'm uh, I'm pretty heavy on them tonight, so this mm. could be a uh, sweaty last hour of the show. Anyways, uh, starting the NBA, Bulls all over the Hornets, so that's looking like a L already for me there. 101 to 83, nine minutes remaining in the game. Yeah, you're getting booched. Yep, getting yeah. booched. What, what's he got tonight? 24, 12, and three. Yeah, yeah. literally the one guy that can't beat me. <laughs> Pretty much. Nets and Maver- uh, Mavericks were uh, starting third quarter there. Nets with a 65-63 lead now. They are three-and-a-half-point live favorites and 236-and-a-half your live total in that game. Raptors leading the Wizards 73-70. to Five minutes left in the third. Raptors one-and-a-half live and 225-and-a-half live total. At the half in Detroit, Pistons leading the Grizzlies 58-49. to Pistons now a one-and-a-half point live favorite, 219-and-a-half, your live total in that game. And Pacers-Hawks, Pacers leading at 70-58, nine seconds left in the second quarter. Pacers still shooting an unreal rate. They're at mm. 60% from the field. Trey Young with a... Oh, he's up to eight. He was four points about a minute ago, so he must have made a quick uh, two buckets. So I'm banking on him and uh, him to come back a bit here in the second half and the Pacers to slow down. Is it bad whenever you have a money line parlay and both of the teams are losing? <laughs> yeah. Is that bad? You know, though, this might be an ugly NBA night yeah, on the yeah, set yeah. tonight. I'm going to make a counter comment to that. I'll be like, you know what? If you're going to lose, have both of them. That's true. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. All right, in baseball, uh, Gills Marlins up 3-1, top of the eighth. So they added another one at some point. They did. Sack fly. Uh, Sack fly. But now the Diamondbacks making noise. The uh, By the way, I did catch that Jock Peterson uh, bat flip the, yesterday. The, that was the, fantastic. The sacrifice fly <laughs> bat flip. <laughs> uh, anyways, all right, Diamondbacks 11-1 live if you wanted to hop in. Four, uh, four and a half is your live total shaded to the under. Over in the NHL, Devils leading the Islanders still 2-1. to one. 15 minutes left to go in that game. Islanders are plus 225 live. Bruins all over the Rangers 4-0, 15 minutes to go in that game. Penguins doubling up the Sabres 6-3, to 15 minutes to go in that one. And Hurricanes up on the Blackhawks, 1-0, 14 and a half minutes to go in the game there. Blackhawks plus 525 live, 2.5 your live total, shaded to the over. Maple Leafs lead the Canadians 4-2, uh, 16 minutes remaining in that game. Canadians 14-1 live, 7.5 your live total. How about the, the Jock Peterson, uh, for those who missed it, he, he thought he had a home run. He thought he had a game-ending homer yesterday <laughs> against the Dodgers and ended up being a sacrifice fly. And they kept the camera on Jock after the, the after the bat flip, and he was so shocked. It wasn't even that close. It wasn't even that close. <laughs> I, like, I, I just saw the replay. Like, was there wins? Like, was it heavy windy in Chicago? Like, I mean, I know that happens, obviously, but. Yeah, he'll, he'll tell you, he'll probably tell you the ball's different now. You know, right. the ball's not as juiced. <laughs> Last year, that was gone by 14 feet, you know, but not this year. It was one of those bat flips, though, where you could, you, you got the message. Like, his mess, it was, you know, Dodgers, yeah. here you go. Yeah. You know, enjoy that ball that's long gone, walk yeah. off home run. That's and right. then Bet you've never seen a sack fly like this, <laughs> Dodgers. And then a game tying sack fly. 
Yeah, Dodgers, by the way, two games above 500. How about that? The, the other thing, the parity in Major League Baseball, the entire National League is separated by six games. Uh, no team since the eight, no, no year since the 1800s. First of all, here's stats by stats with every MLB team now having at least a dozen losses. No team will be better than 18 and 12 at the 30 game mark. First time in MLB history that no team had a winning percentage above 600 through 30 games in a season. And you'd have to go back to, I think it's 1876, which we all remember that year. Yeah. Where that was, a, that was not a good year for baseball. Where there was a team that wasn't better than this through 30 games, right? So, like, there's always been somebody better than 18 and 12, some team. Dating all the way back more than, I guess now almost a century and a half. So, by the way, they've been playing baseball a long time. I don't know. This just in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's baseball. So, we, it, so it just does. If you step away for a second, you're like, we're betting this pre-flop with this kind of parody. Wasn't no shifts back then, Gil. No, <laughs> Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Avari, Kelly Bidlin. They really hadn't conceived of the shift. Yeah, there wasn't no shifts back then. You bet. They were just trying to avoid the holes in the ground and like all the, yeah, yeah. like breaking their ankle on the field. But it, like it, it does. I mean, the, the, the betting sort of perspective on that is just think about that while you're betting. I guess the instinct then ought to be, hey, so if, you, if your instinct is to bet a, a flurry of over, a flurry of favorites, let's say, fight against that instinct because these teams are much closer, at least in the early going, than you might think. Did you, can we just. 30 seconds of Sports Talk Radio. No, please. Real quick. Real you, could do, you could do 40 seconds. Um, Kevin Kelly is that high school football coach that never punts ever. In, he was in Texas. Yeah. yeah, never punts. Yeah. He got hired by a Presbyterian College. So he's going to put, he's going to play, in, he's going to coach college football. Yeah. Now. I was reading about that yeah. today. And the, the, it was such a perfect headline by ESPN because it was like unconventional high school coach hired yeah. by Presbyterian. I'm like, well, I've got to look what this, what does unconventional mean? I didn't really know his background, but yeah, he, uh, no punting and onside kicks always. Yeah. Yeah. And so. I, I love it though. I Me mean, too. It's just awesome. like I, I want to see what it's like in college. I mean, I want to see what it's like. It, it, I mean, I understand it's a, a smaller college, but still, I want to see you know how, how it moves to the next level. You know, so not to get too geeky, but there's a conference at MIT every year mm-hmm. called the MIT Sloan mm-hmm. Sports Analytics Conference, which has been going on now for I want to say more than a decade because I, I used to go to it. I was there six years in a row back in the early days. In those days, you could talk to like Mark Cuban one on one for five minutes because it yeah. was sparsely populated. Now you can't even get close. Um, but Kevin Kelly was invited on one of the panels years and years ago. So, like, his angle on the NFL That's awesome. was recognized by the analytics community many years ago. So I will actually go the other way on this and say, I can't believe he's only been given this yeah. opportunity now. Like, yeah. really, it took this long for him to be at the collegiate level? Shouldn't make, it makes no sense whatsoever because, I mean, if, especially at these lower collegiate levels, like, this is a splash hire for some of these like programs no one cares about. That's why it's crazy to me, like you're saying, that he didn't get hired sooner because yeah. why wouldn't you inject a little bit of enthusiasm into your program by, give, by hiring the guy who never punts? I yeah. mean, that's a pretty good – that is a really good way to sell tickets, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but, but like, I mean, seriously, and, and, and let's, let's do a little sports talk yeah. radio here because I think this is interesting. It's like, why couldn't that guy coach in the SEC the way he coaches? I think that would be awesome. To have a guy in a major conference, doesn't have to be that one, right. but just in any major, you know, big-time conference in college football, and, you know, play play the sport a different way than we've all come to uh, accept is the way to play it. That would be fascinating to watch. 
Of course, he would have to have, you know, extreme gumption, moxie, chutzpah, whatever word you want to use. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and just go with it. I believe on the Wizard of Oz, they called it Danoiv. They would, they sure. would have to just, you know, just go with it. And he would have to have the job security of it, obviously. But how cool would that be? I, I, I mean, it's awesome. And I think when you're talking, Matt, I heard you bring up tickets, but I mean, and I might have missed it, but recruit, I mean, recruiting. I mean, it's for guys that, I mean, you're never, you're never going to kick. You'd have a tough time recruiting a punter. Well, yeah, 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 you are. That is an but, excellent you know, point. Yeah, you never that is an excellent point. Wide receivers, you're going to love yeah. to go play for a, a coach that you get one more down to be on the field for, right? Imagine I mean, that's. Uh, I think you're easier to recruit. As a high school punters, but this guy is a punterist. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> I'm not playing for that team for sure. Uh, one, I think one of the things I did, I did also want to bring up just real quick, because so we brought it up yesterday, and with it being on the move, if anybody is still interested, maybe you want to go ahead and get down on this. So, um, we didn't do this. There's other smart people out there. However, Vikings are now down to 250 to win that division, no longer 300. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are now starting to bet teams other than the Packers in that NFC North division, which I think is sharp because the more information that keeps coming out, yeah. the worse this continues to look. Like well, This looks like he is not going to play. Well, there. we even said the other day, if you, if you want to just bet the Vikings and the Bears yep. both at plus money because let's throw out the Lions. Sorry, Lions fans. Yeah. That's probably, if, if you believe Aaron Rodgers is not going to be there, that's probably a winning bet. You're right. Adam Schefter with the tweet this morning saying uh, Packers are actively looking for another quarterback as a veteran quarterback, you know, to yeah. have on the roster along with Jordan Love and I guess Aaron Rodgers, but maybe not Aaron Rodgers kind and, of thing. And so then it starts coming out that. He was sending messages to his teammates as early as the beginning of last season, yeah. making fun of this GM and stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like, calling him Jerry Krause, calling Jerry Krause, like making fun of this GM and stuff, and, and then saying, I, "Don't plan on me being here." Yeah, apparently, as our beginning of last season was saying, like, "I don't know if I'll be around next year" and all this stuff. So, I mean, this. It was like it was pretty much it was there was a lot of smoke as it was anyway. I think this smoke is no longer so I think this is like full on fire at this point. Well, because Aaron Rodgers is a dude that will absolutely sit out, right? Yeah. Like he's as I said, you don't want to get into a stubborn contest with that guy. He's no. he's a different kind of dude. Yeah, and so maybe he feels like. By the way, let's just take this from Aaron Rodgers' perspective. He's thirty seven years old. Mm-hmm. He has one Super Bowl title. One. Maybe he feels like he's justified in saying, you know what, my legacy at this point is. I only got one of these. And in order to secure my legacy, I'd like to have a legit shot at a second. Mm -hmm. Because that's kind of, you know, you go into the sort of, you know, non-contested, unassailable stratosphere at that point if you win a couple of them. And so maybe he's justified. Maybe he's like, look, these guys have not given me the best shot at this. They traded up to draft Jordan Love. I mean, that would yeah. that would upset anybody. By the way, the one counter argument to that by Aaron Schatz from Football Outsiders did point out, you know, Aaron Rodgers had fallen out of, like, the previous year, didn't have a good year. So there is a little bit of, of retroactive judgment about that trade-up for Jordan Love. Like, there is a case to be made that the Packers were sort of then he has prote- an MVP season. protecting <laughs> themselves. Yeah, and then he came out and had an MVP season. But I don't know. So, I mean, it's... You can still bet both, though. I you mean, can uh, so still. The, Yeah, so the, the, the Vikings, 250. Bears are now 325. So you're just getting more on the Bears, a little bit less on the Vikings, because it was both 300 yesterday. So, um, but but the Vikings taking some money here, and I think it's rightfully so. I mean, uh, again, this, this Packers team, if they don't have Aaron Rodgers, they are so... Uh, they're so devoid of playmakers, and it's like he just does magical things with the football. 
Rogers, Rogers, and um, like it's it's just he does he just does magical things with with the football, and so like I just <laughs> about the graphic. coming on the graphic, yes, yeah. yeah. so like so I just I just it's it, to me. It, to me, it, it's, it's a great bet to get in on the Vikings at 250 and the Bears at 325. I think it's supposed to look like that. The, the two last I just, names yeah, in a row. That's Rogers, that he, I'm just hoping that he names his future child Rogers. Roger, yeah, Rogers, Rogers. Rogers. The, it's, it's an artistic style. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. I don't have any problem with it, Kelly. Yeah. Rogers, Rogers. Uh, it, it's you listen. It's like an echo. Rogers, Rogers. Yeah, that's what it's supposed bowl, to be. Bowl, bowl. Like. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's bowl, bowl. Well, it, it's I just I definitely think that there's a it's bet to bowl, be made bowl. there. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, again, the, the latest, every, every day there's something else being said. And Devontae uh, Adams had a tweet where he said, you know, you appreciate what you have while you have it or something to that he effect. He liked it. And Aaron Rodgers liked it. It yeah. seems like that, too, is one of those, like, okay, th- there's, no, there's no reason for him to do that. Other than the fact to kind of almost fire at the team a little bit as well, right? Yeah. And like so, stir the pot. Yeah, yeah. And, and he has, look, he has every right to do that as well because I mean, you don't have Aaron Rodgers throwing you the ball. It's I mean, it's just going to be bad news for him. I mean, at his, what point too does he get a say more in this team? That's what he wants, right? He's like, hey, I need some weapons on offense. They don't listen to him in the draft. They don't get him when yeah. he needs. Well, that ship has sailed. He's yeah. But at what point did he earn that? Did he earn it? Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. For sure, it's, so that was I the mean, other thing they talked about when uh, when the Bucks. They said, and, and Tom Brady, like we know where the end of the road is for Tom Brady. It's in a couple of years, you know. What I mean, like he's it's about to turn, yeah, he's about to turn sixty-seven <laughs> years old. Like he he it, it, he only has a couple of years. Like they still went and talked to him and told them they that's were right. going to draft. Court. That's like, right. They and, and that's just you know that's what you do. Like it's how you run an organization. It's how yeah. human beings communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Decency. Yeah. On the other hand, uh, we sh- we're showing the MVP odds right there at the bottom, nine to one on Aaron Rodgers. Would you take a flyer on that in case you think mm-hmm. he does play? An angry season. <laughs> I oh. mean, uh, nine to no. one is pretty juicy. Not at all. Not no. based on the teams too that he's no. not, most likely no. ending up at. Not in the least bit. Uh, can we go back to the Kevin Kelly thing one yeah. time? Because I just want to again, I was saying, why why isn't that guy like? How great would that be if that guy actually coached in a major conference? And I'm sure there's some people who heard me say that. Oh, Gil, we can't have someone who doesn't punt coaching <laughs> at a major conference. Why is that any? any less valid than what we're seeing from Urban Meyer early on as the Jaguars head coach. So, you know, some people didn't like the Travis Etienne pick at 25. I didn't, I, I get, I get why, right? Because they had so many needs. Maybe you don't take that player there. Um, then there's the whole Tim Tebow thing going on. Maybe Tim Tebow becomes a tight end for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. They have houses Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow, just a couple houses away from each other, three houses away. But the biggest thing that we're seeing with, with Urban Meyer is, do you see this thing where he is a chief of staff? Have you seen this report? And so, like, to get to Urban Meyer, you have to go through a chief of staff. Have you seen this earlier? I like this. I didn't see that. I saw him the, him and Tebow buying the houses, though, together. Yeah. And I thought it was a little odd that he bought – it was like a $2 million house. But I guess what I'm saying is it's, it's, it's hella early. But, like, is he running this like a college program? You know, so it's it. I, Kevin Kelly, great a college coach, greater than Urban Meyer, pro coach, could be a thing. Is all I'm saying. Don't, I, oh, I mean, a couple of the things Urban, a couple of the things Urban has said so far has me a little worried. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this Travis ATN thing. Like you spend a first round pick on a dude, and you say like, yeah, we're not looking at him as an every down guy. Like we 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 look at him as like a third down, like really good pass catching backs. So like. 
what are you what are you talking about? You yeah. spent a first round pick. He better be in every he down. Be in every damn right. That's what are you talking about? about? Let's bring him in from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California. Talk a little baseball at Spreadopedia is where you can follow him on Twitter. It's Jason Weingarten. Everybody, how you doing, Jason? Pretty good. I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about that Kevin Kelly news myself. I'm gonna have to find out where uh, where Presbyterian is and how to watch their games this fall. <laughs> That's exactly right. If we could only get those games on TV, uh, that would be one thing. But yeah, it would be very interesting. He's my first. He's my first Twitter follower to become a college head coach. Big deal. Oh, there you go. There you go. Which is which is the second uh, sort of uh, moment in your, which is the first big moment in your career. The second is having your dog on Daily Wager yesterday. How'd that happen? Uh, Doug Kazarian was on Twitter, and uh, he's, a, he's a friend of mine. He, uh, he tweeted he was looking for a chihuahua with a sombrero, and I happened to have a, Trump, a chihuahua and a tiny sombrero. So it all worked out, and now my dog's famous, and um, I love it. I, I love my dog. I love that he's on TV. It's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Ren, by the way, the name of Jason's dog on Daily Wager. More famous than Jason now. Jason, uh, we don't have uh, really any games but one still to come tonight. Tampa Bay at the Angels, McHugh against Heaney. You have any play on this game? Uh, I bet first inning yes, plus one fifteen. It's good down to even money, but I'm I'm interested in seeing if uh, if certain somebody played the no score. Danielle, did you play the no score first inning? I did not. I did not have a chance to play any baseball. Let's start a new rivalry and you yes. go Oppo. Come on, let's do this. We have a yeah. Danielle versus Andy McNeil Oppo graphic <laughs> where Danielle's up four to one, I believe. Yeah, I don't think there's been a, oh, wow. another that's, victory that's since. Yeah. I think it's Andy. still four to one. Yeah, he's yeah. He, he's backed down from her. He doesn't want to go ahead. That's what it her. seemed like. He sharpened up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> Jason, um, I, I think we may have one in uh, baseball first innings. But I just looked. I'm, I'm and, twelve uh, and two, no run first inning. What are you? Twelve and two, oh, wow. no run first inning. Twelve and two, Jason. Just so that's, you know what you're getting yourself bad. into. I, I used to bet no scores a lot. I was, I was in college when I did it. But <laughs> I'll take the young joke. I'll take the new better joke. <laughs> take the new young joke. I'll wear it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, have you had a chance to look at all into uh, in, into the slate tomorrow? Any of these uh, any of these games pique your interest at all? I've had I've had a little bit of a chance to uh, to, to to look at tomorrow. I'm still watching the uh, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. The uh, the Durham Bulls with Wander Franco, Oklahoma City Dodgers are playing tonight. There's still this is actually the first uh, the Pacific League first time in about 600 days they've played AAA baseball. So it's uh, it's really nice to have that back too. It doubles the doubles the slate every day. Um, I'm looking at the Phillies Braves under tomorrow. That's that's one of my early plays. I like to get the totals early because they tend to uh, they tend to move the most. Um, so I'm, I'm on that and I'm looking at the Dodgers, Dodgers minus 160 versus the angels. I think that's, uh, that's really short. You're not worried about the Dodgers at all. Are you? No, not really. I mean, it's, uh, it's something I think I, I learned very, very long time ago from Dr. Bob. Just, just the answer sometimes is, is variance. Nothing you could do. I mean, they lost a lot of one run games. They, they went to extra innings a couple of times, you know, you lose coin flips, flips. It looks bad. And what was it? 13 of their last 15 or something like that. They've, they've been on a real bad run, but over 162 games, stuff like that happens to every team. So not really worried about it. They'll, they'll, they'll shake it off. All right, Jason, uh, we appreciate it. So under on Philly 
And uh, Philly and Atlanta tomorrow, Eflin and Morton. Under in that one, that's a 720 Eastern, 420 Pacific start tomorrow. And uh, a couple great references there. One, he's betting minor league baseball. That gets him in trouble. People should know that about Jason and, and, and accounts. And two, uh, the thing you said about Dr. Bob, I don't want that to get lost on people. Because uh, I think it's a bit one of the biggest lessons uh, you can sort of impart on new bettors. Overcoming negative variance. Your ability to process that and to do that over the long term uh, will go a long way towards you becoming a successful better. Jason, appreciate it as always, man. We'll do it longer next time. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Jason Weingarten, who writes uh, for Point Spread Weekly at VEASAN. Professional, and this one I can say, professional. There you go. Sports better with an emphasis in baseball. So he gave us a pick for tomorrow. Yeah, it's, it's a weird uh, you know, and Thursday. A, uh, and, a, and an instant gratification bet for later. That's right. And an instant, mm-hmm. yes, first inning, mm-hmm. yes, a run to be scored in the Tampa Bay Angels game which is uh, first pitch in about 17 minutes from Anaheim. I have that much time to decide if I want to go up. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Okay. No, that's the big news. I uh, really se- want to. 78-78, <laughs> Brooklyn and Dallas. I'll stake you do it. Uh, 2.15 left in the third. Um, Marlins. Uh, oh, by the way, I have a winner. Um, oh. Oilers connects first period over hits. It's already 3-0, to zero, but... My Oilers bet does not look good because the Canucks are up three to zero. Oh, so you, oh, yeah. Well, you'll take a split. But Andy McNeil's under not looking good. He said he had the under. Yeah, it's yeah. a split. We'll take a split. Yeah. So I need the Oilers to score like five goals. Congratulations to you on the winner. Yeah. Uh, Marlins down or Diamondbacks, I should say, down to their final out, but the Marlins can't put them away. They get the tying run up, up three to one. The uh, Marlins are. We shall see if that's a winner for me. We'll update everything on Veasan's primetime action next. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And remember, if you love live in-game action like we do here on Primetime Action, then download the free Odds Trader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Gil. We talk about these uh, you know, these guys, Dustin May being one of them, like throwing you know 100 miles an hour. And... The Reds' number two prospect, this guy Hunter Green, mm-hmm. he he made his season debut last night. He threw seventy-one total pitches, thirty-seven of which were a hundred or more miles an hour, Good God. topping out at a hundred and two. He's a starter. Thirty-seven <laughs> oh, of his seventy-one pitches were a hundred or faster. His arm is still intact, and his arm is apparently at least he woke up this morning and is still connected still to, his body. to his yeah. body. Jeez, but thirty-seven of the seventy-one. You ever gone to those those uh, arcade games where you throw the ball and see how far how how uh, fast you could throw? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't come rigged. you don't come close to that. Oh, yeah. It's totally rigged. Yeah, totally rigged. Uh, winner video for Young Gill. D backs beat the Marlins. Pardon me, the other way around. Marlins beat the D backs three to one. 
So there's a winner. Danielle, you're not the only one who has a winner. I am a winner. I'm I'm pretty I got one loser video coming up here. Uh, Hornets uh, not coming close tonight. You can fire that loser video. Either anyone you like, uh, Dakota. Lose by 21 to the to the uh, yes, Bulls. So uh, pl- plus four at, at the recovery. Grizzlies still down at eight. Son of a bitch. Loser. And uh, the Hawks are, are approaching being down 20. Yeah. So yeah. Approaching so. 20. Matt still uh, Pacers 64 percent from the field. So I'm, anytime. I'm going to I'm going to lose. But here's the, as we said, I would prefer to lose both games. So, yes, absolutely. So if the Hawks are going to lose by 20, I would like the Grizzlies to go ahead and lose to the Pistons. By the way, this is the one thing. So when people, uh, you know, the 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 sports betters among us who every time the word parlay is even uttered, they get a shudder down their spine. Like, ah, you can't do that. Um, like, like I said, there are certain situations in sports betting where I will do them. Tankapalooza in 2018 in the NBA when you know teams are not trying to win. Um at the end of Major League Baseball seasons, I call them brain-dead Major League Baseball parlays. Mm-hmm. And the only other sport I do them in is tennis. But the one you just did in, in basketball, and I'll, I'll say this, this is the unquantifiable, it is quantifiable actually, but people don't ever talk about this with parlays. When you lose both, let's say, in this situation, mm-hmm. or let's say you have something that goes on all day long, let's say you have a five-teamer yeah. that goes throughout the day, there is a, there is a non-spoken saving of of people who would have bet all of them individually but got saved because it lasted all day long and it didn't it is so it didn't trigger them to re-up the parlay yeah. or re-bet the games individually so i'm just saying nothing is that black and white when we talk about this and thing. honestly i'm uh, i'd bet it again i mean like the pistons rolled out a, a skeleton crew Tonight, and you know, I mean, a, a team in the Grizzlies who's battling in the playoff picture and everything like that. I mean, I, you know, I'd play it again. I mean, it's it's within four now. They might very well win, but uh, and the Hawks just a far superior team to the Pacers. Who for me, you know, whenever you're watching, whenever you're watching the Hawks, I mean, last night with that blowout, they just didn't have to stretch their players at all. They, the By guys the didn't have to play heavy minutes, and so uh, came in, you know, pretty pretty confident on that one as well. Don't look now, Matt. But they're down ten. All right. Oh, we had Ke- right. Kevin Herter, the machine, just took over. He drilled, drilled a three, stole a. I think it was right off the inbounds pass. Stole it, laid it in. It was like five quick points. Kevin Herter, another University of Maryland player that you never would have projected to have this long of a career, this successful of a career. Oh yeah, not yeah, not at all. Um, but this, this is is part of the reason he's part of the reason why th- this was a team that I mean I bet a lot of futures on before the season really the only team I bet several I, I've got win, a win total and a division six to one division uh, ticket on them that I need them to beat out the Heat here in the next uh, week for that to cash. But this is a team you got Capella inside, big guy inside, a star scorer and Trey Young, and a lot of shooting around them. I think they could be dangerous in the playoffs. These NBA games change so quickly. Hawks are down seven, by the way, yeah. and there's plenty of time left in the third period. You, go. Could, you could easily win. Let's go. You could easily win, it, Matt could. Brown. I could. I could. Let's go. We won't. We won't play the loser video quite yet. No, not yet. Brooklyn up four now, early fourth quarter against the Mavericks. Um, uh, Pistons up six on. Uh, the Grizzles. Uh, the game we haven't talked about. Toronto holding a four-point lead over the Wizards. Wizards Russ on a back-to-back. Four of 14 from the floor. So, yeah, he's going to get a triple-double. He's got 9, 11, and 12 right now. I would like the Wizards to lose for my uh, for my play-in prop. That's for sure. Uh, we'll come back right here on Beeson's Primetime Action. More on the way. 
NHL and NBA playoff races are in high gear, and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges as the regular season winds down. VEASAN hockey expert Annie McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel, JVT, has all the hoops insights. Every night, they're looking at the teams who are tanking and which squads are playing to save their season to find you the best bets on the board. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet, including our 24-7 video coverage, odds and analysis for every game on vcin.com, our daily members-only best bet emails, and in-depth coverage of every major event in Point Spread Weekly. Now is the time to cash in on the push to the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. Gil. I just got the funniest uh, tweet. It has nothing to do with anything, but uh, Troy Beal. Um, shout out to Troy Beal, Beal Meister. He tweeted me, he says, uh, what's up with Nadal and pulling on his shorts all the time? Maybe get a size bigger. What he's referring to is, is ticks of tennis players. Yeah. And so Rafael Nadal is always before every serve. Yeah. Pull shorts, pull shorts, hair behind ear, hair behind ear, little thing like this, wall while bouncing the ball. Like it's, it's a whole routine. Yeah. But the one that he's developed lately on clay this clay season, on breaks... In, breaks meaning breaks in the action instead of walking you know a direct line to your chair he now walks straight to the net so not right in the middle of the net but somewhere between the ad court or the or I should say the uh yeah the the ad court and oh uh, no no the actual not the the, the uh, deuce court and the the middle he'll walk right to the net and then take a hard left to his chair so, like, these guys have these mental, OCD kind of, it's yeah. fascinating to watch. But anyway, that's a great tweet because, I mean, he's... Deve- At least his is sanitary. I hate the way that the basketball players would, like, lick their hands and then oh, hit their shoes. Disgusting. That's kind of the worst thing I've ever seen. The, yeah. the shorts thing, too, is because uh, he's, he, he's picking a wedgie every time. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah like, so that's the other thing that's very noticeable yes. about it. It's yeah. like, it's, it's also like he is picking, like... Well, if that's you know, the case, but, then I don't fault him. Yeah. We, uh, fault. By the way, I'm, I'm glad you threw these up on the second screen here. French Open coming up later this uh, this month. Nadal is the king of clay once again. El Rey de la Arcia. Spanish for those listening in Spanish. Uh, Nadal's minus one ten. I would not tell you not to bet that. Really, like, he is just. I mean, he's won thirteen French Opens. Yeah. The speed of that clay at Roland Garros is perfect for him, which is exactly why Iga Swiatek on the women's side ought to be your only bet on the. On the women's side, as as you know, she's not quite the queen of clay yet, but that clay specifically, the speed of it at Roland Garros, is really for the heavy hitters. And so Sviatek here plus five fifty. Those are nice odds at BetMGM, by the way, on Sviatek um, as she tries to win consecutive French Opens. Obviously, Ash Barty, Ash Body will have something to say about that, as will the others. But that's her surface. Body I did... just took her down recently. They played. Uh, yes, they played the first time ever. They played at in Madrid, and Barty won in straight sets. But again, a different kind of clay, a little faster of a surface. But on, on the men's side, I will say this. Besides Nadal, I have made two long-shot plays just in case. Just in case. And it's, it's all about the number. Mm. I bet Marco, uh, excuse me, Matteo Berrettini at 120 to 1, which is a spe- spectacular number. You can find about half that right now. And I bet Casper Ruud, who upset Stefanos Tsitsipas, by the way, on clay today, I had bet him at 90 to 1. So I do have multiple bets on the on the men's side, just in case this is the year when it all falls. It's interesting that you have to handicap the courts just like you would maybe a baseball park. 
Well, in tennis, it's like it's a, everything. It's a, it's, a, it's, a it's a very big part different of the handicap. Thing. Yeah, completely wow. different thing. Yeah. Like Americans can't play on clay. Right. We don't play. We don't have clay. We don't have true clay here. Right. I mean, in most of the country, you like it. it no one grows up on. There's it. no. Like more of a plastic country. Well, it, well, most so for example, like I mean, like in Vegas, they tried to. There's a lot of tennis courts in Vegas. There's a, it's a pretty big tennis community here, but like they they tried to put some clay courts out here, but the problem is so hot they dry out. So the, the weather impacts <laughs> no one everything. Wants a cracked court. Like yeah. so, and it's not even true clay anyway. It's like Rubico courts as it is, and so it's like so it, it, in America. They grow up on it. They play on it from the time that they're their children, and we don't ever play on it ever. Like you know, like literally, yeah. you have to go to like the fanciest of fancy. Yeah. Country clubs yeah, they're, to they're, like to to play on true clay. There was a fair amount in South Florida, actually, but I think that it, that might be depending on the clay, like you talked about. Humidity. The the weather would depending because yeah. it rains probably helps a little bit with that, and it was usually at the nicer places in town. You're right. And yeah. Iga is Polish, yes. Yes. All right. So nineteen year, nineteen years old. Uh, she won the French uh, last year. Never dropped a set. Wow. Uh, those of us who bet on it reaped. Reaped very large profits, so that was fun. Now she's not thirty-three to one anymore. People are onto it. Obviously, the market adjusts. She's more like five to one. We just showed a plot plus five fifty. I would say that's a good number. You play this five, six times, she's going to win it more than once. Um, but what what Matt was saying is so true. And on the women's side, it's 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 the most stark. Naomi Osaka. Once you shift to hard courts, all of a sudden, just she becomes the dominant player. Right, she and Bianca Andreescu, whenever she's healthy, so it's home court advantage for her in a way. They well, yeah. they, on hard courts, yeah. so it's you know clay's the slowest and real and a certain type of clay like at Roland Garros really slow. Um, then it's hard courts. There's different kinds of hard courts. Grass is the fastest of all of them. So grass is like playing. You know, the ball skids on grass. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. But there's no reason why Osaka, for instance, shouldn't be just as successful on grass. She hasn't yet been as she has been on hard courts where she's won multiple majors. So. Anyway, that's your moment in tennis. That's, that's your moment in tennis. Yeah. Hey, uh, Matt, Look, it's a good too. sweat with tennis. Right? Yeah, like, it's like, great. Because it lasts it's my long. single we talk about sport to bet we, on. Well, we talk about how golf is a great sweat because it lasts four days. I mean, like, you get a two-week sweat with, with tennis. Yeah. The best sport to bet on, in my humble I opinion. like short sweats, so it's interesting. We're looking for uh, long Yeah, or it's ones. a nightmare for Danielle. She likes these, <laughs> yeah. all these one-inning bets. Like, she's, like, she's like, what are you talking about? It's the worst kind of bet. Who is my it? Gosh. Do you remember the, the night I had Jessica Bagula in some match in here, and she and she uh, squandered six match points and yeah. lost, and Danielle looked like she was going to vomit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. my last tennis bet. Yeah. Think, hey, Matt, date. those Grizzlies are only down five now, and the Hawks down, well, it was six, now nine. it's nine. I think yeah. he says it now just to mess with us. Yeah, I think he like Hawks. does it even more now just to mess with us. As he should. Hawks. <laughs> yeah. Hawks. I, can't, I, I don't like You just this. wait for like football this, season when you're going to be talking all about the Bengals. It it's, it's, but that's how you say it. Say, say Squawk Cincinnati Box. Cincinnati Bengals. Squawk Box. The Bengals. There you go. You said the Bengal Tiger. Is it a Pringle Tiger? It's, 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 like you're it's a Bengal Tiger. It's not a Bengal Tiger. It's a Bengal Tiger. Bengal? He yeah. says Bengals. Yeah, what's that? Oh, I never noticed that. That's even weirder. Come on. See? I'm getting destroyed for, for Hawks. Bengals? It's a Bengal Tiger. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Gil's saying no. Bengal? Really? Yeah. Where, are you, where are you from? Louisiana or something? Yeah, it's a Bengal Tiger. Oh. The Bengal. All right. Y'all, y'all are crazy, man. <laughs> Y'all crazy. I've been Yay. getting killed over here for three days now. We got, yeah. we got Mr. Bingles over Here's there. Here's the thing. Bingles. It's because I think, now I think you're just doing it on purpose. <laughs> I got to be honest. Now I just think you're just doing it on purpose. Starting to get worried about my Brooklyn Nets bet. They're down four to the Mavs halfway through the fourth quarter. Uh, 96-92 Mavericks in that one. Hawks keep it interesting. They're within eight. Still a lot of time to go there. 220 left in the third. 
Uh, we'll update everything, and we will do some prop watch for what remains of the National Basketball Association tonight. We'll do that next right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code VSIN to get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. DraftKings Casino has hundreds of ways to play. Choose from slots, blackjack, roulette, and so much more. It's also U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply for entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. Void where prohibited. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. Thank you, Danielle. Did, um, you, did you need the gill? No, I, I needed the oh, gill as a okay. problem. I, I'm into this uh, Brooklyn-Dallas <laughs> game. Dallas up on Brooklyn, 104-99. KD with a jumper. It's got it to five. 336 left in that one, so I'm sweating that. But we got games coming up, yes? A little prop watch? Lakers Clippers. Prop watch. All right, so Lakers Clippers, but no LeBron. So where are those points going? Uh, Paul George, his point total here for the Clippers, 23 and a half. Rebounds, six and a half. Assists, four and a half. Points, rebounds, and assists, 35 and a half, the number there. And two and a half on three-pointers made. That would be the number there. Anthony Davis, 22 and a half on the points. Seven and a half on rebounds. Three and a half on assists. 34 and a half for points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, who are you looking at tonight? I mean, this thing's already crept up to like nine. It's back down to eight and a half, but I mean, th- this – this number is getting pretty bloated. Um, it does make you lean towards unders for Anthony Davis because this game gets out of hand. They're going to get him out quickly. Like, they're going to get him out and sit him down soon. Yeah. So, it, it, I have a fairly decent lean to unders on on Anthony Davis tonight. Yeah, I'm right there with you. There was two, and I was digging into this earlier, there was two that did stand out on here. Paul George, six and a half rebounds. He has gone over that number in 13 of his past 16 games. Now, things obviously over that stretch, he had been playing without Kawhi alongside of him. So take that a little bit with a grain of salt. But that uh, that did stand out to me when I was, when I was going over these numbers earlier. Kawhi Leonard... Four and a half assists, another one. He's gone over over four and a half in seven straight games in nine of his past 11. Now Patrick Beverly had missed time then. Yeah, I was about to say, he he had to facilitate. Yes, then. so maybe be a little bit more hesitant on that, but I, I would still lean over on both of those numbers. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if I was playing any of these props tonight, I would I'd play under on Anthony Davis, probably under on points and then under on PRA, like as opposed to, as opposed to rebounds and assists, like separately, I'd probably just like combine all three of them. Because again, like, so we're talking about a game in which 
look, they are they are sunk if anything happens to Anthony. I mean, like, like listen, this yeah. team's already like treading water as it is right now. And they are sunk if anything happens to Anthony Davis. This this game gets to. 16, 17 points or something like that. If, if they get down, I mean, he, they're going to sit him down. I mean, because they can't afford, like, they have to have him and LeBron if they have any chance whatsoever. Yeah, and I'm with you. I think there's a lot when we talk, when we talk player props, and Matt, you've got way more, you know, way more experience betting these than I do. But, like, in in that situation, I think there's a lot of, I think you could take advantage of situations like this with an unders on Anthony Davis when you yeah. think he could go to the bench because it's going to be, it could be, a, it could turn into a blowout. And you're absolutely right. They'd put him on the bench then. They cannot. Not risk losing him, and I, I think I think you're right. In every one of those situations, I would bet that points, rebounds, plus assist number yeah. instead of like a point total, yeah. because it gives you all those options. You, you, you never know what could happen. Anthony mm. Davis could score 25 points, but you know, barely rebound, or, you mm. know, or pass the ball, and then and then get pulled in the fourth quarter. So yeah, that's where I'd zero in. And there. who would benefit from that? Maybe like a KCP who like would just be yeah. out there in garbage time, hucking up you know, uh, hucking up threes and stuff. So, I mean, his 10 and a half, if you're, if you're kind of playing correlated, then if you're going un- under Anthony Davis, you're probably going over KCP because he's going to be out there for garbage time and he's going to be, you know, throwing up shots all over the place. Yeah, and on the flip side, same thing. I mean, it turns into a bit of a route. I, you know, Kawhi, is, they've, they've been bringing him back slow anyways. You know, they, mm-hmm. they would pull him early too. So I would, besides that assist number, I guess I'd still lean over on. That's maybe where points I would lean under on his point total tonight. No, no plays on any of these for me, but those, those were the but so much uncertainty rebounds. in this game. It's yeah. just like because again, it's it's there is under there are underlying motivations here, right? I mean, you're you're looking at a Laker team that yeah, I mean, they'd like to win, but more than anything, they understand that, like they have no shot if Anthony Davis gets hurt again, like they have, like zero shot whatsoever, and so. It, with with the LeBron situation as it is, I, I just cannot see them risking taking any chances whatsoever. Should this game get out of hand, like I, I don't see him playing, I don't see him playing two minutes further in this game than he has to. So you got you guys meandered into exactly what I wanted to ask, which was a broader question about NBA props per game at this time of year versus betting these games pre-flop at this time of year. I mean, the NBA season has been squirrely by any measure. Uh, the year of the injury, everything has been weird. We haven't figured out who's playing till late, right before games. For goodness sakes, we did a prop watch yesterday where you know players were listed that weren't going to play. Has the props market, in your opinion, been more reliable than your standard pre-flop ATS or other markets, or is it just as, or does it follow suit that it's been just as weird to play? It's been it's just it's been just as weird. I mean. Early in the season, I think we were having some great success. We did, it, right? We did, like yep. we had identified some trends. We had identified like how some of these players' games had changed as well, and we were able to take advantage of a ton of that. The books have caught up to that. They got beat up for a few weeks on it, and the books have caught up to that. And the line seemed pretty efficient with this. I mean, the only thing would be is if you can tell yourself a story like we just did in this game, and then and then if it plays out like that, you can win a few of these things, right? Like you could, mm-hmm. you would say, okay, here's the deal: if they get blown out, I think this could end up in a rout. Anthony Davis sits down early. KCP just ends up shooting you know 20 times tonight or whatever and so so maybe you can tell yourself a story as to how it might play out but yeah i, I don't i don't play props this time of year um yeah, it's, yeah. 
It's tough because I think you're right. Like we always, we always try to connect the dots. Draw, you know, yeah. make make the make the case for why these would would hit. But I think that's different from like earlier in the year, Gil, when we were, you know, when Matt really zeroed in on the Draymond Green assist prop. When it was sportsbooks hadn't caught up on the fact of how much his game he had just changed, changed his game. Yeah, I mean, he just he decided he was not going to score anymore. Right, and, and we were able to take advantage. Of that. I mean, like we were hitting that when they were listening to it at six and a half, and then they mm-hmm. moved it to seven and a half, and then they moved it to eight and a half, and it still wasn't high. Enough. We did nine and a half, and then it won't, and then it got up to double digits, you know. And so, um, you know, things like that. I mean, we we talk about every time Norm Powell had to score when he was on the Raptors, he did, you know. And like it was that was a, a easy easy thing for us, you know. Like every time that he was called upon to be the scorer, he went and was a scorer, you know. And so there are little trends and things that we can pick up on for these these nuances for these teams. But yeah, with this game, it's just uh, in the state of the Lakers. It's just very tough for me to peg how this could go. The other one, I think, for the average NBA fan out there, you look at these numbers for an Andre Drummond like that we've got up right now, and you're like, why would I go over points and rebounds in a heartbeat? And it's, well, look at actually how many minutes he's kind of been playing and it's been sporadic, and we heard those complaints, what was it, earlier in the week or last week from Kuzma talking about he doesn't know why, doesn't know why no. Marcus Saul's not getting more of the minutes. Like, that's when I would stay far away from, specifically Drummond props. Um but yeah, it's interesting. I think the other one that if you if 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 there's someone out there who's been playing props maybe for the first time this year, or the first the first time these past couple years, I you like playoffs. These are completely different. It, these numbers are mm-hmm. so different than what you're going to see in regular season because starters are going to play more minutes. Mm-hmm. Their numbers are going to be way higher. So don't you know if you've maybe been hitting some overs on some star players. Hey, you know maybe stick with yeah. it, but expect to be playing a higher number. Absolutely, and. and you know, there's a at least when the playoffs roll around, like we have, we have a little bit more of a of a blueprint of how the games are going to go. You know, and like as as uh, and matchups and all and that. matchups yeah, and yeah. different things, stuff like that. I mean, you know, so we're right now motivations of these teams and everything varies like you know drastically again because like there's actually two motivations here for the Lakers like they desperately need a win but at the same time should they get down they cannot afford to lose one of their star players so then they have to like get him out and because it doesn't matter to them if they lose at this point they lose by 25 it doesn't matter to them like I mean it is it's it's either they win the game or who cares how much they lose by doesn't 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 matter in the least bit you know yeah Lakers uh you know in the sixth position now with uh, 28 losses in the loss column Mavericks up late against Brooklyn with 28 losses uh they're in the fifth position tied with the Lakers right now the Blazers have 29 losses so these I mean the Lakers flirting once again with the play-in situation what are you upset that you missed out no run in the first I just Was got it? word. I just got word from downstairs about that too. Uh, no, he, skates missed out on a bet. No uh, run in the first in the Rays uh, Angels. Uh, Jason took okay. you off it. I'm already looking at tomorrow. Don't look now. <laughs> Grizzlies down three. Four. Hawks down four. I was just going to say Grizzlies down three. Hawks down four. The parlay, your parlay, Matt, very not much dead. live. Not dead. We're not dead yet. As opposed to my bet on Brooklyn, which looks dead. Brooklyn down six here, less than a minute. Kyrie shake bake to the right crossover down the lane gets hacked. But uh, but uh, Kyrie's thirty eight, uh, going up against uh, was it thirty eight that he has? He's got forty now. Forty now, yeah. If we can, if you can win your parlay, if my Hawks live bet at least get home gets home, what a miracle! Because the the Pacers are still shooting sixty four percent from the field. That is a massive number. I have no, I have no business winning either one of these, but so, but I'll I'll take <laughs> You'll it. You'll take it. I'll take it. By the way, Wizards up a point on the Raptors now with thirty two seconds left. The Wizards are. 
Uh, I thought they were dead in the water, but it looks like this. And again, this is through the prism of my my playing ten seed thing. <laughs> I need the Wizards to lose here, and I'm kind of off of you guys with the Pacers winning. But I'll just take a Wizards loss. Thank you very much. So you guys can win. Kyrie hits uh, two free throws. One hundred eight, one hundred four. Dallas forty seven point seven left. Uh, so that one's going to come down to the wire. Well, at least if Brooklyn gets a stop here. Otherwise, it's Katie Barr. The door Hawks within two. John Collins and one. John Collins was a huge in the summer league. Go Hawks! Vegas. Hawks, let's go Hawks! I uh, covered John Collins when he played high school basketball at the tiniest little private school in West Palm Beach, Florida. So good, so good. Got to stay on the court though. All right, well, we won't be here for the uh, conclusion of these ball games. We will not. But if you're in on uh, on them with us, let's get it done. Doesn't look good for my Brooklyn Nets bet though. That's for sure. Hawks at the free throw line Come with a chance Hawks. to cut it to one, and they do. And the Grizzles down three. 7.20 left in the fourth quarter there. Uh, we've done all we can. For Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin, I'm Gil Alexander. Thanks so much for tuning in to Prime Primetime Action. We're on an hour earlier tomorrow on MSG+. Plus. The Nightcap with Tim Murray's next. Enjoy. Enjoy.